What's up? My name is Dwayne Jones. I'm an artist and a designer and the founder of a lifestyle brand called Art Pays Me. And this is the Art Pays Me podcast. I love talking to creative people about their business, their successes, their challenges, and how they make the world a better place with their work. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome to Art Pays Me. Today we have Desormais. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's a little French influenced, I understand. So uh, (laughs) I I recently got put onto this this group and I'm a new fan and uh, it's, I'm looking forward to learning a bit more about uh, Desormais. So Desormais, maybe you could explain what it is or what kind of music you make uh, better than I can. Uh, So where do you want to start? Yeah. Um, I mean, we never try to, I mean, we try to always keep it as open as possible in terms of what we call ourselves and how we talk about the music and stuff, because we kind of, we like to do a lot of different stuff and we like to try and bring in a lot of different elements and stuff. And, um, but I think right now, I mean, everybody likes to call us indie pop uh, or some alt rock or something. So um, I like the word alternative. I feel like it's broad enough to kind of allow us to feel like we're not in a box or anything so let's say alternative yeah yeah <laughs> got you got you and you know what actually i i messed up i should have introduced you individually so aiden andrews lead That's vocals me. guitar keys and ukulele uh, interesting yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then we got nolan bassett uh on bass vocals and trumpet and then we got carson bassett uh drums and percussion and and uh, nolan and carson you're twins i understand yeah yes we are so is there any like twin beef uh, in the in the group at all oh uh you know what i feel like there used to be but like (laughs) as a means of survival i think we've kind of put the twin beef aside for now okay gotcha yeah (laughs) i i have a brother that's two years younger than me and oh, yeah. uh we weren't twins obviously but my mom dressed us alike and we were like the same height and people oh, gotcha. thought we were twins <laughs> yeah. so uh it, it's funny like as teenagers and kids we fought all the time and then as soon as we hit a certain age it's just like it just stopped yeah so, yeah it's been same the same for us. yeah uh so and you're currently based in vancouver yeah yeah we're cool. from uh we're from the Okanagan. We're from Vernon originally. Um, and then end of 2019, we moved. Uh, we all moved out here together. Cool, cool. So, and um, you all went to school together since, uh, and, and that's how you kind of met, obviously. Not the brothers, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They met very early. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, we, uh, our parents were friends. And then we kind of, uh, there's like a big, um skiing community in the in vernon or in the okanagan so we were both kind of doing that as like a kid activity sport thing and then met through that and uh yeah and then kind of we weren't going to the same elementary school but we went to the same high school and and stuff and yeah had mutual friends and stuff and just kind of just kind of worked out Mm -hmm. honestly that we all just wanted to like try making music or try playing together yeah cool actually you mentioned that do you think that uh your music is at all influenced by ski culture or anything like that Mm. 
That's a good. I've actually you know, never been. Asked I've that. never. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's ever asked that, and I've also never thought about that. Yeah, uh, I would say um, the nature aspect of it. I think early on was like a huge deal for me for songwriting. I that was like my my first big inspiration was like being out in like wide open spaces and the kind of like more the wilderness where it's like totally silent and stuff. So skiing, we got to see a lot of that and um, got to travel a bit for skiing. So you got to see like more of that than usual. And so I guess in a way, mm-hmm. um, in a way it has. Yeah. Interesting. So, and um, as kids, were you kind of like uh little little uh edgy i guess um <laughs> or were you because like you know you you have this your stereotypes about the musicians and and yeah. you're kind of in the athlete area too with the ski stuff so like what what kind of kids were you guys oh man i feel I like i was such I a know. weird kid like, <laughs> i don't know like i was pretty all i feel like all we did especially like we hung out a lot together when we were like kids and um all the way through high school so like I feel like we were pretty I don't know in our own bubble in a way isolated isolated from so maybe we were just like the weird kids who like hung out with only each other but um (laughs) yeah I don't know what like type I wouldn't call us edgy though maybe yeah I I would say we maybe we were and I'm just like totally oblivious (laughs) I was pretty I was pretty angsty I was pretty like um yeah angsty i guess yeah. emotional and but uh, yeah we we I, we kind of like i felt like we were in like a bunch of the worlds like the mm-hmm. athlete world and then the art kid world the band kid world yep. the theater kid world yeah um and then like the uh yeah the outdoorsy kid kind of hike granola kid um <laughs> yeah i i feel like uh we kind of just did a lot like a bunch of that that kind of stuff and dipped our toes in each each scene yeah i i relate uh i kind of had a similar upbringing and and i i was in just a bunch of different scenes as well and today i'm still kind of like that Um, yeah so i i don't know i think it it actually informs the art that you're probably making in, in a lot of different ways yeah definitely i feel like mixing yeah i that's probably where it started was you know just the um like being attracted to like mixing things together and not just yeah not just kind of having one kind of source of inspiration i feel mm-hmm. like that's probably where mm-hmm. we got it from right so you mentioned your band kids and stuff so uh you all were formally trained in some way uh in, in a way in a way <laughs> in a way um like we were all in um we all took music lessons like outside of school um and but we were like all in our like high school like band or jazz band for at least a couple years um and so like that was just super I think that was more learning to play with other people than like actually learning the technical skills of an instrument Mm. um but I think we all kind of like gravitated gravitated towards that on our own a little bit right just like the more we were playing with other people or like trying to write music it became clear that like being technically um like um proficient proficient was like the, a great thing to do mm, interesting interesting i actually thought you were going to say the opposite like uh mm. that you didn't need to that's interesting okay mm-hmm. well yeah 
you got i i got i out, felt that way i got out of there pretty fast yeah i didn't like that environment <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um now i now i look back on it and i'm like I, that that actually seemed like it was a lot of fun but mm-hmm. at the time i was like no i just want to like write my own songs play I my mean, own song i think i mean like to be honest i feel like i didn't realize how how amazing it was until like the last couple of years of high school like i was like oh this band teacher is very like intense and like lots of kids have a hard time with that but then like near the end i was like you know what it's like if you didn't have like someone who was like a little bit intense and like very passionate about yeah. like music and teaching then it like the band probably wouldn't have been that good mm, yeah so it was like that that rigor gave you yeah. more skill yeah yeah and funny enough i don't really play the same instrument that i did in band so i like <laughs> i don't know but it was fun yeah <laughs> right right yeah you get the work so out from it. yeah yeah I, I i yeah i can see that that's it's interesting um you know i went uh, to the the visual arts side of things and uh, i know a lot of people who did not uh, go to school for it or whatever but i did and there are times when it's like, yeah, there's there's something to be said about having someone over your shoulder forcing you to do something over and over again that you don't necessarily want to do. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, that foundation is good to have. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so, Desome, is, is there some kind of a French connection with you for the for um, having that name? Yeah, we... Uh... You looked oh. like you wanted to answer that. Oh no no, <laughs> uh, go for it. Okay, well we we uh, when we were in, uh, well these guys in elementary school and then I kind of joined later. We we're doing like French immersion, so um, just speaking French like basically in every class and and stuff and learning it more intensely than like a yeah pretty much like a daily thing. Um, so that was kind of always there, and then. Um, yeah, the name is is just kind of like a we kind of sp- a phonetic kind of like spelling out of Desormé, which is uh, technically means I guess from now on. Yeah. Um, and Nolan just found that one day and was like, "This is a cool word. I like mm-hmm. the meaning." Um, and then we we just made it a little bit. We threw some A's and Y's in there to <laughs> make it a little more um, a little more accommodating to English speakers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the French thing has been like um most of our most of our lives it's not as much anymore unfortunately but um yeah yeah and I think part of the reason why too is like when we were looking for a band name it was like oh this is like a cool band name and then we'd like there would already be a band called that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, oh like yeah. okay time to switch languages I guess oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. tap into some more words yeah but you know what though it's it's actually a brilliant name because it still kind of feels like your um your vibe i guess in, in a lot of ways uh cool. it's kind of like happy go lucky with the days when it, days or may if you look at it just as an english mm. um mm. phrase but then when you understand the deeper meaning with the french then it's like ah oh, okay got it got it got it that's cool so, that's cool yeah i i appreciated that so cuz to me it worked even when i didn't know about the french part of it so yeah yeah that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Did, did you ever um like punk your parents by like speaking French, or did they speak French? <laughs> they don't speak French. No, so. I guess that's a missed opportunity we had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like my kids are in French immersion, and I, you know, I only did high school French, and 
mm. suck. And I, I'm always amazed that they don't plot against us openly. <laughs> yeah. Like they could get away with it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, let's talk about the music a little bit. So I was listening to it. I'm a fan, as I said, and 25 was one of mm. the songs that really stuck out, stuck out to me uh, as, you know, I just turned 40. So I'm, 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 uh, I'm out there. I'm, I'm out of there. I'm washed at this <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> and um, I just always remember thinking, oh, I hit a certain age, like it's over. <laughs> so I, I, I connected with that. Is that, is that kind of like what you're saying? Like, like 25 is like, man, if, if I don't, you know, haven't, if I haven't hit that level of success, I feel like I'm out of here. Is that kind of where that was going? Mm. Yeah. I, uh, in a way I, a lot of my, it's funny. Cause like when I started that, I felt like I don't, I don't really feel that way as much anymore now. Um, which mm. is funny cause it's not, it's not even out yet, <laughs> but, um, when, yeah, when that was kind of being started, like a lot of my, um, uh i guess influences or people i look i really looked up to in in anything but mainly arts um they were all like 25 26 when they were putting out these albums that i most of them putting out these albums that i like really loved and kind of saw as like a kind of defining like moment of success and and that was kind of just like this this uh deadline for me that now looking back is like super unhealthy way to go about your life and and stuff but i yeah i was really obsessed with that it just say it just seemed like like uh that's what every that's the age everybody was when they were kind of doing like what i wanted to be doing and stuff and and at a level that i wanted to be doing it at so yeah it kind of i feel like that a little bit but i i think now i just feel more like you know um i can't i can't really put like a i can't schedule it i can't like put a exact age or date on it so you know i'll do my best and work you know as hard as i need to work and stuff but if it happens when i'm 26 that's cool too (laughs) (laughs) got you uh and that's that's good that you came around to that because you know i've hit those little age markers multiple times and then i'm like Mm. ah man i'm not here yet but you know at this but at this point now I, i i've i've had the same realization that you know, everyone's on a different schedule and it is what it is and be happy for what you've got so far and, and enjoy the process. Cause you sit around depressed about what you haven't done yet. It's like you're yeah. wasting, wasting your time, wasting your life away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. And, um, yeah, I just feel like, I don't know. I it's, uh, when I was like 10, I, couldn't even think about being like 18 I thought that was like gonna be the end of my life or something (laughs) felt like I would be so old and then I was 18 I was like oh no I don't know what it's like to be 20 and then now I'm like 22 and it's like 25 is only three years away and it's like so I to me it's just yeah I find like I make these mini like deadlines for myself um and then you know before I get to it I kind of change my mind on it and stuff and just learn more and been alive longer so more experience and stuff yeah but yeah i'm glad that one stuck out i really like that song yeah it's a favorite cool cool and so how um how have how have you like dealt with the pandemic and stuff as far as like doing shows and making music and 
did you make this album during the pandemic? Um, in part, po- in part, yeah. in part, yeah. Huh. Okay. We, uh, yeah, it was. We moved. Uh, we moved in together. Uh, November twenty nineteen. So we had a couple months, and then everything locked down. And if we hadn't done that, I think we wouldn't be. We wouldn't have like any of what we have now. I think mm-hmm. it's just crazy to think about. Um, yeah, just because like we were just yeah inside together all day, so like social media and and writing and and recording and stuff was just way easier to do and and stuff. So it actually wasn't that bad. I felt like we kind of um, obviously you know we feel like we could have we always feel like we could have done more and like written more songs or something. But um, I actually felt like we kind of put that that disadvantage and kind of turned it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, it's, it's good kind of, there's a, there's a good way to frame it. You, you were kind of given an opportunity to lock in in a way that you probably wouldn't have otherwise. So yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Huh. So um, what do you guys currently do for fun? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> make music practice um that's all i don't know that's uh, go on a walk i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean we just uh this is what we do for fun it's it's really fun to make stuff and be creative and um yeah kind of try and push yourself um artistically so i think uh we got a we, we bought a ps4 Oh yeah. Um, but we have we not really played it that much. Well, we played it like actually we played it too much the first week we got it. Oh yeah. Um but now I never touch it because it's like <laughs> it's a dangerous game to like <laughs> as soon as you turn it on. Right. But um, so yeah, we did that for fun for a sec, but mostly just still writing and like practicing making music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know the struggle. Uh <laughs> I recently got an Xbox and oh, yeah. first week it was like played it a bunch. And then after that, it's like, yeah, my free time, I'm just trying to make stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I don't know, maybe yeah, more like, time for, sorry. Yeah. It's like when just like, when you get like anything new, you're like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. So it's like when we got the PS4, it was like, it was the best. It was ever. always on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, yeah. And then, didn't do any any writing or anything so no it was a very unproductive week yeah mm. so did you like always know that you wanted to make music or did you all like have different plans at one point i think we had different plans yeah um i personally um i think when i was 10 i got a guitar and um i was just like yeah that's it i just want to do that I just want to make music so i've always felt like that's been my one kind of one thing and um i don't know if i believe in like i haven't figured out if i believe in like having a purpose or like some sort of reason for being around but um that feels like if i did it would be that so wow. um that's always been mine mm-hmm. i know we we i don't know about you guys we kind of talked about that but yeah i mean I, I decided, but like I was fully in into music, probably like grade grade twelve, beginning of grade twelve. Um, 
for a while I wanted to like go into like science and like be a doctor. And I was like, this is the way, um, looking back, it's so not what I would have loved in any way. Um, so totally like I'm so in with music now and it's so great. Um, but yeah, forever. I wanted to be like a radiologist or like some sort of like, which I can't see at all, but, um, yeah, that was kind of my thing for, for a while. I don't know if you had. Yeah, no, I was like, um, always wanted to do music as a, as the career, but then I was like, oh, I should have a plan B. Mm. But then I think like, yeah, like I think halfway through grade 12, I was like, I was like, I don't really know what else I really want to do. So I'll think about that later. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you've, um, you're, you're still actually still pretty young. So, and, and you've done some really cool things like, like touring Europe and stuff like that and just doing shows and stuff like away. How's that experience been? It's been crazy, man. Yeah. Um, it was really helpful to be like 17 and have that kind of on your side when, you know, people are t- saying like, oh, you should think about what you're going to do after high school. Get a real job. <laughs> like, yeah. well, well, I have a manager, okay? So <laughs> back off. <laughs> uh, yeah, was, I mean, it, I feel very, um, very lucky to have been able to do that. And um, yeah, I, I it feels now like it was like a huge uh learning process that i'm glad we did it but sometimes i look back at that stuff and i'm like damn we like we need to do that better like that was bad or, mm-hmm. you know um yeah it was cool i i feel like it gave us like a pretty good understanding of how um how to kind of optimize like touring and and um you know just get playing live that much i think really like really kind of burned it into our brains of like how to make a show how to make a set flow and like, you know, talk to the audience and, and um, make it more of a show than just like a recital or something. And, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. And just meeting all these people. And, and I mean, yeah, to be able to do that, that young, I think was really, was really important and, and uh, super helpful, but it just, it honestly just now feels like we're kind of starting mm-hmm. yeah. again and, and, you know, taking it to another level now um so that was kind of like the training right right no i like i like that uh you know there's always that start is going to be awkward and you're gonna make some mistakes or whatever you're going to notice things you could have improved and the fact you got to do that at such a young age as professionals is is it's not only impressive but it's it's good for you because like now i feel mm-hmm. like when i listen to that album it sounds polished. You do sound like an experienced band, but you're still young. So you still have a lot of growth left to do. So that's, that's something you can be proud of, I think. Yeah, Uh, definitely. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, So like, what would you say at this point is the biggest challenge that you face? Mm. I think, um, we're trying to reinvent ourselves, I think is kind of, I think the yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what I've been kind of focused on slash stressing about is like, I don't want to do, I don't really want to do too much of the same thing um, style wise or visually or anything like that. So um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I was going to say like lack of time. 
I think <laughs> I would love um, to be able to do music full time. Yeah. 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 I feel like, yeah, just trying to figure out how to get it to the next, uh, get it up another notch, another level. Um, yeah. Yeah. Trying not to plateau at all. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, um, with that in mind, I guess, um, like what would to give someone as advice who was trying to make it in music? Hmm. I don't know. That's, uh, uh, yeah. I feel like I'm not necessarily qualified to be giving advice yet, <laughs> but just go for it. I don't know. Be consistent. Be consistent. I yeah. I think stuff that I try and remind myself, I would maybe, yeah. Like, you know, try to be consistently awesome and like, you know, like practice does make perfect and all these things. Um, but I don't know if I have like some like, one sentence advice that I could give to someone because um, I don't feel totally qualified yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I don't know if it's, I don't know where it's from. I think it might be a Kanye quote, but something about like, um, that's been helpful is like measure. It's, I think it's Kanye, something about measuring, um, measure excellence internally, not based off of what other people are telling you. So, you know, your label could be like, this is the best song we've ever made but if you don't feel like that you should probably trust your gut um that's been really helpful i think that mm -hmm. the one wise thing i, I have to say i think because mm -hmm. it yeah it's kind of it's been there's been a lot of uh a lot of moments where something will happen because we were listening to somebody else or yeah just any kind of pressure and then you look back on it, you're like oh my I, my gut feeling was right on that i should have went with that so I would say like 99% of the time trusting your gut is, is mm -hmm. the way to go. Gotcha. I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, yeah. My family hates me for that sometimes because I'm the <laughs> same way. And it's like, you know, even starting this, my art pays me brand. It's like people didn't get it. So, but it's paid off for me. So it's sometimes you just got to do what, even when it, feels wrong everyone's telling you it's the wrong thing you just gotta go for it like yeah 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 exactly i mean that's yeah. what you always see and like i always think about it like if my life was like a music documentary yeah that's what you always see they're like everybody's telling me don't do this <laughs> nobody believed in me but then i did it so and then i did it and look at me now yeah so yeah yeah totally man seriously uh, i because I, I guess for me too like the most pissed off i am is when i listen to people's advice and the thing that I initially had wanted to do was actually the right thing. Like mm. I'd rather fail doing the thing that I wanted to do than fail doing the thing that I, that someone else told me I should do, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So you talked about the visual side of your brand. Like you, I was just peeping your social media today and it's like, you all have like a, a really cool aesthetic. Is there any one of you that's like sort of leading that? Yeah, um, Aiden, for sure. Okay. Yeah, Aiden's been, Aiden does, like, um, he edits all the videos. Um, he's done all the album art, my, excluding our, like, full album art. Aiden did all, like, the single arts and, like, basically any graphic design you see is, like, Aiden locked away 
locked, locked in, <laughs> just like grinding out the graphics. Um, and like, you know, shout out iPhone for like just having a nice camera. <laughs> shout out iPhone. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like all the graphics and stuff for Aiden. And then we just shoot a lot of stuff on our phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have, uh, well, I guess I have synesthesia but it's not cool to talk about anymore i guess i feel like it's an <laughs> everyone's got it everybody's got it <laughs> oh you got it cool dude congrats <laughs> uh yeah but it's always been a thing associating colors with stuff for me or like t- textures or whatever so yeah i just am really obsessed with that kind of whole thing and um kind of working my way into more design stuff i would love to kind of get deeper into that so um and actually before we made music we were making videos for fun and that was my first kind of passion so um yeah it's kind of come around that i can use that for this and and you know can grow both at the same time so yeah it's been cool it's been Mm -hmm. cool that's dope i uh i love that um so so Hey, I'm jealous. I wish I had that synesthesia shit. That's that sounds so good. Um, for for the nerdy side of it, what uh, what are you using for editing? Oh, uh, Premiere Pro right now. Okay. Um, I was in. I was Final Cut. I was a Final Cut boy for like uh, most of my life, and then I think 2017, I switched over just to see what it was like, and I haven't I haven't gone back. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I've been trying to dabble into video, but I get so like um, overwhelmed by it. I, I just, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm uh, more of a print based flat oh, yeah, image yeah. type of designer anyway. So I it, I always get sucked back that way. But yeah, gotcha. the video stuff looks cool. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's not. It's like uh, once you get a figure out a little bit of it, it's the rest of it comes pretty easily. Just gotta mm-hmm. get over that hill. Right, right. So um, I haven't actually checked out your YouTube side that much. So have you found that YouTube has been um, a good marketing tool for the band? Mar- um, I, w- I think so. I, I think it's one of our, um, in terms of like subscribers or followers, it's one of the smaller um, like apps that we're on. But mm-hmm. in terms of views and stuff, it's it's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think we've always been uh, Instagram band. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, obviously with the visuals and stuff, YouTube has been YouTube has been pretty cool. I, I think we're just trying to be a bit more consistent kind of outside of music videos and promo stuff and start to post more like, uh, yeah, a little like tour videos or webisodes or stuff like that. Um, yeah right and are you actually are you independent or are you signed uh we're kind of half and half but we're <laughs> we're signed in the u.s to this label called tag just like a um an indie label um the artist group so we're and then in canada we're independent uh but it's it's a very like diy approach still and stuff and you know we still we get we get help with some stuff but we're we're doing a lot of that stuff in-house still right right so the album drops october 6th i believe yeah is that correct that's mm-hmm. correct so 
I mean, I've talked about 25. Another one that I like is uh, Ego, right? That's that's for, mm-hmm. right off the jump. Um, and uh, Holding My Tongue. And so if if you could describe this album and why people should check it out, what would you, you say? You got it? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, oh, you looked like you want to say something. <laughs> I was thinking. Oh, okay. Thinking. Um, I would say... Um, I mean, when we talked about what to name it and stuff, which was a long time ago, actually, uh, we, uh, we felt like it was like a journal, a bunch of journal entries that were kind of spread out in time and, and scattered and stuff. So it was like these different little snapshots into, into our lives and, and kind of the life of the band and stuff. And, um, so in a way, I feel like it's, yeah, like journal entries and, and kind of, um, yeah, over over the course of like three years, just different snapshots into our lives and, and what we were going through and, um, yeah, things that are happening in the world and stuff and how that kind of impacts our lives and affects us emotionally or, or physically in this case and stuff, so. Yeah, I feel like it's a cool introduction to the band and stuff. And it's kind of like a, here's where we were at the start of the album. Here's where we were. Here's where we are. Here's where we are now in terms of songwriting and style and stuff. And um, I think it gives a cool indication of like where we're going to go next too. Gotcha. But um, would this be a fair assessment um, as me being like a, a new listener? Your music on the surface sounds really fun but it's there's deeper darker layers in there yeah definitely okay that's yeah um that's kind of the that's kind of been the the mo for for a while i feel like i feel like it just makes it more accessible or something like i I like i mean it wasn't really like designed like that on purpose i guess but Mm -hmm. um yeah just kind of naturally came that way and and um because because we played live so much and we're that's such a big part of it for us like it's got to be I don't know it's just got to be fun it's got to be danceable and and um engaging and stuff but you know uh without kind of getting too shallow and staying in the shallow end for too much for too long right yeah I got that vibe but it feels like it would be fun music at a show but like at the same time, you're giving people insights into into stuff and that uh, that they can probably relate to. So um, yeah, you can dance at the show and then you can cry in your car after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like oh man, you know, just I realized what they just said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, so um, so that's it for me. For is there anything else you wanted to 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 talk about that I, I might have left out that you wanted to promote? Mm. I don't know. I think we covered it. I mean, just existing October 6th, we're in first, you want to say? No, we're excited. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's our first full project in like six, oh, well, yeah, five and a half years. Five and a half years that's like coming out as a full thing. So yeah, just really excited for people to hear it. And yeah, I think that's it. I'm interested to see how people react. Me too. Um, Me too. And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you having us on. Yeah.
Hey, yeah, it's a pleasure getting to know you, and I'll be I'm, I'm looking forward to following what you you come up with next. And uh, yeah, good luck with the the release and all of that stuff. Any shows coming up now that things are starting to open up, or is Vancouver still pretty locked down? Um, yeah, we actually have a show in Sydney, BC, um, October twenty first. It'll be okay. our, it's our first show in like a year and a half. Yeah, and it's like a. Uh it's like recorded and then you can get online as well. So, um, cause there's some, it's kind of limited tickets, unfortunately. Yeah. We're still pretty restricted here, Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah it's at the Mary Winspear center, Sydney, BC. Cool. Cool. All right. Days of May. Uh, it was a pleasure meeting you, uh, folks and, um, yeah. So good luck and, uh, that's it. Take care. Awesome. Yeah. You too. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Art Pays Me. Thank you to Langy Beats for the theme music. You can find more of his music on YouTube. If you got anything out of this, please rate, review, or leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening. You can find out more about Art Pays Me at artpaysme.com, or you can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Clubhouse. I'm at Art Pays Me on all of those platforms. With that, We're out. Peace.